0: Five o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94 3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5,
1: 4, 3, 2, 1.
0: Lock it in, turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94 3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU, Pirates.
2: Welcome in. A quick start for you here today on the Patrick Johnson Shows. We have a stacked and packed edition on this final show of uh, the uh, first week of May for us. Pirate Baseball tomorrow with the one o'clock first pitch. Doubleheader action uh, as ECU takes on Tulane in this all-important series. I hope you'll tune in for that broadcast. Uh, Keith Boyd is going to be with us. He is the uh, coach of Northside Pinetown. Look forward to catching up uh, with him. They're going to play for the 1A state championship against uh, the always tough Murphy Bulldogs on Saturday at Carter-Finley Stadium. Uh, that game will be broadcast on our sister station, 1037 WTIB. Also, Bethany Bradshire will be with us. She has the new book out uh, that she wrote uh, on George Whitfield covering all the bases, talking about the legendary uh, coach's life in uh, baseball and uh, beyond. And also, uh, we'll hear from Matt Beeman. He is the AD and football coach at Paris. Academy, they hosted the uh, George Whitfield event, so we had a chance to talk to Matt uh, earlier in the week. Think you'll like that conversation because we have some things we talk about with JP too. Uh, Want to give uh, you know, I, there's a lot of projects I'm involved in, and, and I try to keep the mission of the show here pretty. Uh, Straightforward, but I just wanted to take a, a, a personal point of privilege here. Uh, excited tonight, I'm going to be calling the three aa A championship game. Cleveland and Mount Tabor are playing one another at Keenan Stadium at Chapel Hill. Unfortunately, uh, I don't think that's going to be broadcast over the air on cable anywhere in Eastern North Carolina. If you go to my uh, Twitter page at p man on air or my uh, personal Facebook page uh, I've got a link up there that you could check it out and I think it's also available through the NFHS network you can uh, pay for that if you're so inclined uh you know a little I, I don't expect the TV station to redo their uh their whole uh, uh lineup to get a game on with teams not from the area but with all the dot twos and sub channels a little disappointed that uh That is not being shown tonight in some form in eastern North Carolina since that is home, and uh, I, I think it's a big deal. Jay Sunholder and I are doing the game, and Sonny and I, as a broadcast pair, got our start in the east. Uh, Colin Rose games on radio, but, uh, you know, again, I'm not a uh, TV programmer. Uh, well, so uh, that is uh, going to be happening tonight. Then tomorrow night we'll have the 4A game. Jay and I will. That'll be, uh, again, I don't think on in Eastern North Carolina, but you can uh, check it out on uh, NFHS Network or uh, other uh, methods by going to my uh, Facebook page or uh, Twitter page, at P-Man on Air. Uh, that'll be Grimsley and Cardinal Gibbons playing one another. And then uh, Saturday at 5, Sonny and I are going to be bringing uh, you coverage of Reidsville. And uh, Mountain Heritage, I believe that's the two double A game, Uh, that will be on Bounce TV in the East. I think that's twelve point two, but it's a it's a sub channel of WCTI Bounce TV. You can watch it over the year then, uh, if you're looking for some entertainment. Uh, Big thanks to uh, my mom Debbie Johnson. She tunes into the show uh, regularly on her commute back home every day, and uh, mom was good enough to uh, bless my uh, opportunity to do ECU baseball this weekend. Jake Jacobs and I are going to reunite and have the home finale for you on ESPN Plus on Sunday. I'm looking forward to reuniting with Jake, and let's hope it is a, uh, a pirate sweep uh, and uh, ECU is going to find themselves after the weekend tied with uh, Tulane in the loss column in the uh, american standings, if they sweep that might actually be a, I, I gotta look into that I, it's a lot of research to do between now and then as you know uh but still pirates uh, need a weekend uh, sweep certainly a series win in order to narrow that gap in the loss column to the greenway big uh, series coming up uh here uh we're gonna have coverage of the Northside championship game on wtib at 12 noon saturday and uh, we also will have coverage on 94.1 wnbu friday night of havelock in the state championship 3a game as the uh, Rams go for a fifth state title uh, there. So best of luck to uh, those teams from the east. Also, uh, Tarboro as well. They're playing at noon in Chapel Hill on uh, Saturday. So a lot happening, as there always is, in eastern North Carolina when it comes to uh, sports. It's a great sports uh, region. uh, And uh, always a lot of fun to cover it here from the Patrick Johnson Show and beyond. Okay, uh, let's grab a break. And when we come back, uh, we're going to uh, talk with uh, Northside Pinetown head coach Keith Boyd as his uh, team goes for a uh, first state championship on the gridiron. We'll get his thoughts on the matchup with Murphy straight ahead.
3: And. Action.
0: Pirates. Later oh, Panthers. Go- very good. The
2: P Man.
3: Put uh,
0: on This is Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. 94 3, the game. The flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Pirate football lives on game days right here. Here we go. On the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. 94 3, the game. <laughs>
2: Always get excited whenever we have state championship time, uh, particularly football and basketball. And we've had great success with uh, teams out of Pitt County in the local area uh, in other sports. But I really uh, have enjoyed uh, just, you know, during my career, the football and basketball from the true east. I'm not talking somebody from Greensboro, they say, is in the east. I'm talking the true east, baby. And uh, a great chance to talk to Keith Boyd, he is the uh, head coach for Northside Pinetown as they get set for a opportunity to play for a state title. Uh, they will be playing uh, coming up this weekend at noon, and that game will be played at Carter-Finley Stadium. They will be taking on multiple-time champ Murphy. But uh, the coach of the Panthers of Northside Pinetown is Keith Boyd. He joins us now. Uh, coach, congratulations on uh, getting to the state championship game, and welcome to the show.
3: I appreciate you uh, having, having us on, and uh, it's a great honor to be where we're at right now.
2: Tom Petty, the great, late, great Tom Petty. The waiting is the longest part. You got that extra day. Uh, for some coaches, they're starting up. Uh, they, they were shorted a day. They, we got games tonight in Raleigh and Chapel Hill, respectively. Uh, it, w- would you rather be playing tonight? Obviously, Friday would seem ideal, but... Does that sort of Saturday, even though it's at noon, is 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 that just I guess add to a little bit of the anticipation?
3: Well, it does. uh, But we kind of like our time slot. Uh, We're going to take our time. Being new to to the whole thing, Uh, we want as much time to prep as possible. So we're we're going to leave at nine thirty in the morning from uh, Northside High School and and take our time and uh, try to find a place to uh, practice and uh, get settled into the motels and and uh, work out the schedule, and uh, we know there's going to be bumps in the road being so new to it, but uh, that's why we like it. We, we'll go up, and we have extra time to work with. Well, that
2: that's good. That's good to know. Um, and you, you guys are new to this, uh, but uh, you're playing an opponent that has uh, been there before, uh, David Gentry, who, uh, I mean, is a football legend certainly in this state. Uh, and Murphy, they've won multiple titles, so that's uh, – that's, uh, you know, experience versus uh, your guys' newness to this there. Uh, you know, obviously different team than, than maybe he had when they won it a couple of years ago. They have a good system there. What have you seen out of uh, Murphy?
3: Well, as you said, uh, very well coached. Uh, Coach Gentry and his staff do a heck of a job uh, with, with their game plans and what they do. Uh, they give people lots of problems, and, uh, you know, we're – well, and then talking about the, their history and everything, we, that's one thing we have to overcome. They, they're they're kind of used to the system. Uh, they know what to expect. Uh, they know the, how to handle those things that, that pop up in, at new venues and things like that. And, you know, we're going to have to uh, have a great mindset going in to, um, you know, to not let that beat us, yeah. you know, uh, and, 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 and overcome the distractions of it all. And just get to the get to the game field and understand that the the lines and the distances and the yardages and all that kind of stuff are are the same there at Wolfpack Stadium as they are at Northside High School.
2: It's the uh, old it's the old Hoosiers thing, and look, guys, the lanes fifteen feet uh, from the foul line, and uh, the rims ten feet off the. It's that kind of thing, isn't it?
3: Oh yes, sir, yes, sir, and and that's what we've been preaching all week, and we we haven't changed our routine in practice and. We're trying to treat this thing as, as normal as possible, which is hard to do <laughs> right. because of all the publicity, everything everybody's given, and which is very welcome uh, for the kids. Um, it's, it's a great opportunity to experience stuff, something that don't come around our area every day.
2: Keith Boyd, the coach of uh, Northside Pinetown, 12 noon on Saturday. They will be playing uh, against uh, Murphy High School. You can hear the game. Uh, with uh, Tommy Bass on the call at uh, 12 noon on 103.7 WTIB, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, the game uh, uh, playing out on the radio at 12 noon on uh, Saturday. Uh, Coach, I'm going to ask you about a guy I think you know pretty well, your quarterback, Kiefer Boyd.
3: Yeah, yeah, I I, I have been here for a little while. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> he uh he, i think i was there. i think i was there when uh, he first introduced himself to the world
2: i heard that rumor so
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 uh it, it's it's uh it's been it's been a pleasure uh to have to have that um, i've been such a blessed man uh i had the opportunity to coach my other two sons as well mm-hmm. and now they're my two spotters uh for for the football team on friday nights for me so it's kind of like a family event. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's a very rewarding time for our family. And, uh, just speaking of Keith key for what he does for us is, uh, he manages the game wheel. Uh, we're in a, uh, a triple option double dive type system with some wing T, uh, things mixed in there. And, you know, we, we throw it when we have to, uh, and, and he's done an adequate job for us there, no doubt. But his decision-making uh, on reads and things like that are, are our primary responsibility for how we get people to football. So, you know, he has a lot on him. Uh, he, uh, of course, coming home with me every day after practice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, we were, we were able to brush some things off each other. But uh, it, it is it is a, an advantage having your quarterback there at the house where you can uh, – up, bounce some things off of and uh look, look at some extra film sometimes
2: I got you your wife's a good lady by the way uh we a lot of football yes, talk yes. over the years
3: <laughs> uh, oh, no doubt she she's she's my chief uh, uh, clothes washer she, she helps me <laughs> with the clothes wow
2: well, it is a family <laughs> she, affair isn't it it totally is a family affair
3: yeah yeah because i don't i don't take our clothes home uh, <laughs> football practice pra- practice stuff, and everything we all kind of get it done together so it's a it's a family affair.
2: You have the luxury too of having a running back that's just put up enormous numbers this year, uh, James Gorham the senior for you. Uh tell me a little bit and tell our audience a little bit about this kid.
3: Uh a better a better kid and a and, and a better character than he is a football player and he's certainly a darn good football player. Uh James has added something to our offense at Northside Pinetown that we don't normally get, which is uh he, he can stretch the defenses. Uh and uh, it, with him on the jet sweep and some counters and stuff like that, uh, people have a harder time packing the box on us, which opens up our, our read game and our, and our power game. And uh, James is a is a well needed asset for for how our, how our system is set up, and he's a great leader, a great kid, as I said. And um, you know he's he's running behind his pads a lot better this year, and 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 not dancing quite as much so he uh he, he's one of those guys you give it give him a seam, and there's not many people that have folks on the field that can catch him in the open field
2: Northside Pinetown pine town head football coach keith boyd is with us coach uh, tell me about some other kids on the team name some names for us
3: well you know things are centered around you know your your, your offensive and defensive fronts are you know the first thing you start with and uh We have two kids, uh, Zion Wilson and and Fred Taylor. uh, Zion number fifty four and Fred fifty two. And they're they're uh, both way starters. We don't have many. We have the luxury of being a small school, but those two kids uh, are our starting offensive guards and our two defensive tackles. And things run through them. You know, they they pull for us on on the offensive end and help us open up holes. And on the defensive side, we're trying to you know, hope teams have to have to double team and keep people off our linebackers so they can scrape, run, and play, and uh, kind of things that at Northside, those two kids uh, up front really are are key to us winning football games every Friday night, and they're going to be a big key uh, Saturday afternoon for us too because uh, you know uh, Murphy has has size also, so yeah. it's going to be a matchup in the trenches and we'll just see how it
2: plays out. Coach, we hear a lot, and there's a lot of talk about, um, you know, the the bizarre year uh, that it's been. And while all of the stories have some similarities when you talk about the spring 21 COVID season, uh, they all are also very different. How how has this been for you guys uh, there in Pinetown to, to sort of get through this this year, and were there any bumps in the road?
3: Oh, wow. Well, we'll a lot of bumps in the road, um, but our administration did a heck of a job. Uh, Jared Adams, our AD, uh, we all sat down together and tried to formulate a plan. And adhering to all the guidelines that everybody else had to adhere to, we, we had the luxury of well, when, when kids weren't in school and were on remote learning and things like that, uh, our county still allowed uh, gatherings Together for practices and things, you know, we had to adhere to the only ten in a group at times, and you know, we we had to go a while and not not even touch a football. And we still adhered to all the rules, but we felt that it was important to get kids as in a a, as normal a situation as if you could call what we went through normal. But we just we felt it was better to get our hands on them if we could, and. um we feel like that was a, a, a key to the success we've had this year because it gave them an outlet. They weren't just locked up in the house. They were able to get out for an hour and a half or an hour, two hours. And, you know, even though you were wearing masks and things like that, they, they got a chance to that, – that, that social interaction that, that people need. And I think that the country has finally – figured out that is a, is a major asset to us living and getting along with each other. Uh, it, it, it started a little earlier for us at Northside Pine Town. And that's a hats off to the coaching staff and the administration for, you know, allowing us to, to get that kind of stuff done.
2: Championship game 1A uh, will be played on uh, Saturday at noon from Carter-Finley Stadium in Raleigh. Coach, uh, Keith Boyd, Northside Pinetown, taking on uh, the Murphy Bulldogs. Uh, Again, that game can be heard. High noon, uh, 100,000-watt flamethrower, 103.7 WTIB, our sister station. Uh, Coach, uh, you know, it's a great community there. A lot of attention this week uh, since this is the first appearance for the school uh, in this uh, opportunity and in this setting. And I know you've had a lot of demands on you, so we appreciate your time uh, very much uh, here but, uh, you know, I, just, I think back to some of uh, the, the names that have come out of Northside Athletics, and Bing Mitchell always comes to mind. Uh, he had a long history, of course, in Beaufort County. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I'm sure there are fans and yourself to a degree thinking about him this week, and uh, Coach Proctor, Mike Proctor as well, who was a basketball coach there and just a heck of a nice guy.
3: Yeah, man, we've, uh, we've, uh, our area has been fortunate to have, uh, guys like, you know, Coach Mitchell and, and Coach Proctor and, uh, uh, Walt Davis. Yeah. Um, yeah. These guys, these these guys, these guys are staples in our our community and and we're in our schools and, you know, the lives that they touched, um, throughout their lives and, and still are now, you know, it's uh it's a it's a great honor and an opportunity for me to be able to have this opportunity to you know when this stuff like this happens names like that pop up and that's a that's an honor for them to know that they did touch so many lives it's uh and i had to and I had the privilege to to work with every one of those guys yeah and uh just just great honor great honor
2: uh side, probably best known now for for bam and uh bam in a ring that would be a nice combination to be known for so that and the state title that'd be pretty good wouldn't
3: it oh man yes sir yeah and uh i was there I, and i was there when bam was there watching him play and uh it's it's crazy I, now that you mention all this stuff i'm you making me feel a little older than, than what I really feel. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, well, don't we all. Hey, Coach, um, what do your guys have to do Saturday? What, what are going to be the things the next couple days this week you'll be uh, uh, really emphasizing to them? And, you know, they're kind of called keys to the game. I think on the telecast we're calling them food for thought. But uh, what are you uh, looking at as, you know, points of emphasis for your guys going into Saturday?
3: Major keys for us are the, the penalties and, 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 and turnovers, number one, which a lot of people say that to start off with. But in football, as you well know, uh, the, the team that has the fewer amount of turnovers and penalties gain a major advantage. So that, that that's number one. Uh, number two is what we talked about earlier, uh, who wins up front on both sides of the football. Uh, both teams are very similar in what they like to do, and they rely – we rely heavily, as well as they do, on their line controlling the ball game. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to see who wins the physical matchups, uh, and that's what we've been preaching. You know, and, and for us, being new, we have a little extra added one there is we're, we're talking every day. Uh, let's don't let the trip beat us. Uh, don't, don't let outside distractions beat us. Let's make sure that we leave it on the field. Uh, play hard, uh, and hopefully at the at in the in the midway to the fourth quarter, we're looking up on the scoreboard, and we're 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 in it with a chance to win it. And that's that's kind of what we've been preaching all week: is just you know take care of Northside, and don't let other things interfere with what we do in preparation.
2: Coach, thanks a lot, and good luck. Uh, great to talk to you, and I appreciate your time. Like I say, I know it's been a hectic week, and uh, best of luck to the. Uh, Northside Pinetown guys, uh, and all of your fans, safe travels on Saturday.
3: Thank you for having me. It's uh, been a pleasure. Thank you.
2: The pleasure's all ours, uh, Coach, and we appreciate your time uh, here. Uh, It's the Patrick Johnson Show. Uh, Great to have Keith Boyd on. And, again, you can hear that game coming up on Saturday at 12 noon on our sister station, 1037 WTIB. Uh, Tommy Bass and Greg Doherty will have the call for you as it will be Northside Pinetown taking on multiple-time state champion in the uh, Murphy Bulldogs. We'll go through uh, some of the uh, other broadcast scheduling uh, things that uh, you will need radio uh, for high school football and baseball and all of that uh, this weekend. Uh, Speaking of baseball, uh, we've got uh, uh, a book out on one of the great baseball legends In Eastern North Carolina, that is uh, George Whitfield. Bethany Bradshaw wrote that book, Just Out. And we're going to get Bethany uh, to talk about that process and some of the other things that she's uh, working on. Covering All the Bases is the book about George Whitfield and its author, Bethany Bradshaw, is going to be on with us on the other side of uh, this break. Before we take that break, though, here is Ben Byram with a 94-3 the game. Sports flash update, including what's
1: going on out at Quell Hollow. Thanks, Patrick. We start the Wells Fargo Championship in Charlotte. ZCU Harold of the Third, is in action, and he's kind of struggling. He's tied at 79th. He's one over through 17, not looking too good. Meanwhile, a little bit of a surprise Phil Mickelson is in the lead. He's six under through 16. He's a, He has a shot ahead of everybody else. Uh, moving on to ECU baseball, news just broke as I speak right now. This weekend's baseball series between ECU and Tulane has been altered due to weather. The new schedule is Friday. Airtime will start at 1145 right here on 94.3 The Game. First pitch set to come your way at noon. Then the doubleheader on Saturday will be set to start at 1 p.m. And then Sunday, game will be set to start at 1230. Moving on from the NFL, the Carolina Panthers reached reaching out to former linebacker Dan Morgan for their assistant GM job. Morgan has been the Bills Director of Player Personnel since 2018, was a former All-Pro and Pro Bowler in seven seasons with the Carolina Panthers. After picking up his fifth-year option, the Detroit Lions make center Frank Ragnow the highest-paid center in football. Ragnow has signed a four-year deal worth $54 million, and quarterback Blaine Galbert is resigning with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on a one-year deal worth up to $2.5 million. From college football, LSU quarterback T.J. Finley has officially entered the transfer portal. Finley started five games for the Tigers as a freshman. For Major League Baseball, as his 10-year deal with the Angels is set to expire after the season, the legendary hitter Albert Pujols has been designated for assignment. Many insiders, including ESPN's Jeff Passon believe this is it. they will likely be released. The future Hall of Fame slugger is fifth all-time in home runs and second all-time in RBIs behind Nate Aaron. And from the Carolina Hurricanes, they're back at it against against the Chicago Blackhawks tonight at seven. In the home season finale, Peter Morazzi is expected to start in the net for the Canes. The Blackhawks are expected to start calling Dalia. That's going to do it for your 94.3 The Game Sports update. I'm Ben Barm.
0: Online or on the go, Love it. log on to our brand new website, 94.3thegame.com, to listen to our top-rated programs throughout the day. You need to. Tell your smart speaker to stream 94.3 The Game to take us anywhere you are at any time. Happy hours are always a swashbuckling good time with the P-Man. Happy hour for me never starts till after five. Me either. And
2: this is only number three.
0: Let's get back to the Patrick Johnson Show here on 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Earlier in the week, we told you
2: about uh, the new book that is out on the life and times in baseball and beyond of the legendary George Whitfield. And I was just looking, uh, the book is available on uh, Amazon if you want to go that route. Uh, Obviously, you can uh, go through Bethany Bradshaw and some other outlets and ways as well. Uh, But it is entitled Covering All the Bases, George Whitfield's Extraordinary Life in Baseball. uh, Just out this week, and uh, we uh, caught up a little earlier with Bethany Bradshaw talking about uh, the great... George Whitfield in this uh, book. So enjoy this uh, opportunity to catch up with our great friend, journalist and author, Bethany Bradshaw. Always great to see you, Bethany Bradshaw. How are you?
4: I'm doing great, Patrick. Thank you. Uh,
2: How's everything in the world of Bethany Bradshaw?
4: Busy and good. That's My good. Kids keep getting older and doing new things, and, and you
2: keep getting younger. I can't figure it out. It's amazing. It, it is. I don't is, even it?
4: understand it. You know,
2: I was sitting there. I think every now and again to myself, uh, I, I think I need to get up with Bethany because Bethany's always got some kind of interesting project going on. And about the time I'm about to reach out to you, <laughs> the project comes out, and boy, this had to be an interesting project. This uh, book on George Whitfield's life.
4: It was so much fun. I said there for three or four months. My job was to hear George Whitfield stories every day, which I mean, (laughs) you could do worse. It was just a blast. I had so much fun. And one of the things that struck me the most is I started out calling the players that had played for George in the late 50s at Goldsboro Junior High, Goldsboro High School. So they're now approaching 80, you know, late 70s. (laughs) And I finished up talking to 21 year olds from Parrot Academy in 2015 who are still in college playing baseball and everyone everyone in between every age group but i went chronologically backward well chronologically but the ages kept getting younger as i it was just such a fascinating process so you
2: worked from the first class and then back to the most recent yeah Yeah. i did well when we talked to him a few uh, days ago at the book event uh i mean it's it's not only high school but it's legion it's college i mean there's 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 no there's no aspect of baseball in this state that he's not touched in some way
4: no there's no doubt about it I mean starting the baseball program at Pitt Community College you know yeah. w- w- what he did at East Carolina as an assistant and then you know, nine state titles between Legion and high school and then just my favorite little icing on the cake is coming out of retirement at the age of 79 to coach Parrot for one season and right. getting one state <laughs> title you know that's the kind of thing that honestly if you were a screenwriter I think you would come up with it and someone would go oh, this is a little improbable you know he <laughs> and it told was... me beginners
2: luck is what he told uh-huh, me with, yeah uh, for sure the yeah. uh, parade uh, event. Uh, what a great event that was! Of course, just being back home for me at uh, APA was was a lot of fun as uh, well, and uh, that's where we're talking to Bethany in this interview here uh, that we are you're hearing now on the show. Uh, when you, uh, it, it almost seems like that there's almost you could almost. It's an endless amount of people. You could talk to oh yes, and then weeding out the stories I mean it, it just seems like you could probably have written a book that was a,
5: f- a foot thick
4: a foot thick and and you know five or six years of research and we knew that it's not what we wanted so right. at some point the um, yellow legal pad list that george gave me with 135 names and phone <laughs> numbers i said can we narrow it down a little bit you know you look at richmond county and he and he coached there for you know close to 30 years and just that alone we could talk to 100 right. 100 people Absolutely. and we had to sort of say okay let's get a few from each year each state championship team and I had to make sure I wrote in the acknowledgements. You know, George wanted to get to everybody. He really did. It was me. I was the you know the bad guy who said <laughs> we got we got we got to stop at some point. Um, but you no, know, everybody would like to tell their George Whitfield story for sure.
2: Bethany Bradshaw is uh, with us. What makes a good uh, book subject?
4: Well, it's so funny because I think everybody has someone in their family, or maybe it's them, that they say, oh, their life would make a great book. And probably most people's would, Mm -hmm. but, you know, not everybody's life is going to be a book. And and I think in George's case, his early life, his childhood, there's so many aspects of, of his first even 15 years that... A lot of people probably don't know, and I'm not giving them away because you have to read it. But I thought we are in Hollywood, you know, like I said, screenwriting territory a few different times. So I think twists and turns and some, you know, hardships along the way, but then a whole lot of triumph. And in his case, I really love writing books about people who have just touched lives. And I think the spinoff of this is I got to tell the stories of his former players who've gone on to do amazing and really interesting things. And I wouldn't have had that opportunity if not for George to kind of hold it all together.
2: And then you get leo hart who i mean coach and i talked about leo a, a few days ago um tremendous athlete i mean he obviously went to duke and sure. played football but i mean was like a three-sport star in the all-american uh, kid at uh, at kinston or i mm-hmm. guess uh Granger High back then. That's right yeah. that's right. Uh, so how'd that come about?
4: Well we just were talking about wouldn't it be nice to have somebody write the forward that you know is made an, I mean there are plenty of people associated with George who've made a name for themselves in all kinds of ways but you know somebody whose name would be recognizable and I think it was even better that that Leo is someone who was a star in a different sport other than baseball. Yeah. I really love that and but their relationship goes so far back and you know he's a Kinston boy and I think that just goes a long way right there. And he was thrilled to do it. It was a lot of fun to to kind of collaborate with him on on writing that forward. We
2: have uh, Bethany Bradshaw with us. Bethany's written a book covering all the bases, George Whitfield's Extraordinary Life in Baseball. Uh, It is out now. Uh, One of the best ways to get this would be to email Bethany, Bethany bethanybradshaw at gmail.com. Bethany does check her uh, email, I can tell you that. I do check my email, it's true. It is uh, very true. Uh, Anything else that you're working on right now? I don't want to necessarily uh, give this subject short shrift, but that's the thought that pops up. Pardon me pops into my mind now is what's next for Bethany Bradshaw.
4: I've a couple of ghostwriting projects I'm doing for other people and and those are kind of fun. I actually went to Africa in March for a ghostwriting book, which is what? weird to say. It doesn't even seem real, but I did. I went to Kenya and that book I am not going to give all the details because with ghostwriting you have to let the person mm. reveal when they're ready, but wow. um it's it yeah, it's a base, it's about a development um organization, a okay. ministry yeah. um, that has a, done a cool, lot of work though. in Kenya. It was amazing. I yeah. got to go to eight communities How and meet all kinds of people. How was the travel with everything going on? It was okay. I yeah. mean, I'd never worn a mask for that long, you know, at a stretch. That was kind of a pain, but it was really not as bad as I expected, yeah. and I had to have a lot of COVID tests to get in and out of the country. So, yeah. um, But I'm glad I got to do that. But other than that, you know, I'm just I'm, I'm doing these books for other people, but also have a couple things brewing that I want to pursue on my own as well. It's just finding the time. We're,
2: we're getting within the time. Time frame where we start thinking about the beach and of course you had uh, the, the, book Big a years on the Big yes, Rock yes it was yeah. just
4: last summer so that book is not even a year old and I will be out in full force down there okay. at Big Rock Landing doing as many events and book signings as I can so yeah get your Big Rock book if you're a fisherman or even if you know somebody who is that book has been so much fun and I'm so grateful to, to have gotten to do it
2: we're gonna we're gonna have you on again before the Big Rock yeah that. we'll figure all yeah that we'll out have stories and, and mm-hmm. do that and go back because I mean again I think that was just you know just a Bad timing for it to come out. Yeah, because it was of, not the best, yeah. and and
4: so we're gonna give this. We're gonna do 2.0, and and get back out there <laughs> yeah. and, and promote it again. And I'm really excited that we'll get to do that. Is, is
2: there anyone that you have, or any subject that you would like to write a book on that you've not been able to yet?
4: It's so funny. I, I have something I want to do, and I don't mind telling it, but I'm not sure if it'll happen. But Tom Austin was the first black player on the St. Louis Cardinals. He's from Greensboro. And his career with the Cardinals was short and and kind of uneventful um, for a lot of different reasons. And he struggled with mental illness and and some different issues after he retired from baseball. He was a heck of a college player for A&T, played in some different travel leagues back then, back in those days in the 50s and 60s. And I just think his story needs to be told. That I sounds think like he's a
2: fabulous. Subject. Yeah, really I think does. he's
4: a he's a lens to talk about the trailblazers, the pioneers, the first black players in a variety of sports who struggled. Yeah. For various, you know, for kind of obvious reasons. And so I'm looking at doing that.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I hope that works so out. if anyone that knows would, anything, anybody related
4: to Tom <laughs> Austin, I'm working on getting information that about would him. Would be
2: really cool. Mm-hmm. Baseball, uh, and the, I'm sure you saw this or, or experienced this. You knew this because you've you've written a book on Coach LeClaire, mm-hmm. but. You, I guess, were reminded of this, uh, I presume, uh, with Coach Whitfield. It just lends itself to stories. It's a, it's yes. a game of stories. Mm-hmm. It's a game steeped in stories, uh, and uh, and there are stories about the characters in, in baseball. Yeah.
4: Baseball, it, and it, it just goes back so far. It, it hasn't changed significantly. It, it, baseball is so classic, I guess, and timeless, and so I do love it. I've always loved it and love the opportunity to write baseball books. I'd like to do more of it.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Um, well, your uh, son, mm-hmm. Ben.
4: Ben Bradshaw, very who famous. Is,
2: uh, alum of uh, the IBX Media uh, yes. intern program. Uh, he learned from uh, some really good ones. Uh, Josh was in there and Henry and I, I was nowhere near it. But the rest of these guys.
4: He learned from you too I, at Rose High He learned games. what not to do for me. <laughs>
2: but, he, you know, he, we had our guy touchdown, Tim Smith and Jay Sunhalder. And uh, anyway, uh, Ben. Uh, his uh, He's at UNCW, yes. right? And he is uh, – I saw a picture where he's running camera for the NCAA soccer tournament. Yes. That's so amazing. It you know, was I, awesome. I, I, it was like my own childhood. Uh, I was <laughs> so pri- I, I actually so had a, a swell of, of pride when I saw that. I thought,
4: that is cool. It was really fun because he really wanted us to come. So we went and we saw USC and Ole Miss women no, play. No, you didn't. You
2: saw him run the and, camera. And,
4: and, but we were there for the cameraman. <laughs> and he said, you have to sit by us. And we sat right by where he was operating the camera. And he asked us to. I'm sure it was awkward, but it was his – choice and but we were there for the cameraman which was a lot of fun and i think he was happy we Well did.
2: i'm i'm so glad he's uh kind of getting his his hands into a lot of yeah. different opportunities over there uh, yes. at uh, UNCW and that that's one of the good things and he he looks so grown up professional. So i'm <laughs> hoping he'll remember me one day when he's a big executive. Oh sure somewhere. for sure. Yeah. Yes. Uh as you look at um you know you used to be more the day-to-day kind of sports coverage mm-hmm. and uh that's changed so dramatically. Uh yeah. Where is this industry going in your mind?
4: a good question and I think, you know, it's pertinent to the fact that you just said I have a twenty year old that might be trying to make it in this industry and yeah. and he's having to learn how it's being reinvented. And so he's really focusing on a lot of the technology and the production and graphics and, and yeah. social media. And I think he'll do really well in that. You know, I'm old school and I'm probably not gonna change and so I'm writing books because, you know, books I understand. And, right. And, and and they can be digital but I also like paper books. So you know I have I guess I'm grateful I know I'm grateful that I've found a niche that I can continue in, that is a little bit old school, right? but you still have to understand the rest of it to market your book, and yeah. you do, and, and it is. It's just changing so rapidly, and you know, I, it's hard to know where to find your place.
2: When we uh, first uh, met one another, um, we were, we were, you're were covering a team, and there's yeah. that daily. That's right. And I think this last year, more than anything, has, uh, in some ways, it's made it easier mm-hmm. um, from the standpoint of, You can now be at everything because everything's on. So no matter where you are, you can get onto a screen and and participate in what's happening. So that part I've really liked. But as far as witnessing things with your own eyes or or building those relationships that lead to columns or lead to books maybe down the road, a lot of that is not happening right now.
4: Yeah, I just think about some of these broadcasters or or reporters who haven't been in the building because they weren't able to be and and the things that I've been able to be in the building for or the press box for and the the emotions of being there when something happened and what you would have missed if you weren't there. And I just think that's a shame. I understand why, but I hope that, you know, as things open up that we'll get back to really expecting people to be in the building.
2: Uh, The uh, new book is uh, out now. It is uh, covering all the bases. George Whitfield's Extraordinary Life in Baseball. Bethany Bradshaw wrote it. Uh, Email Bethany, Bethany bethanybradshaw at gmail.com. And uh, Claude Kennedy has got a system set up where uh, yeah, 20 does. bucks and he'll send it to you, and uh, that right. covers the book and, and all of that. Great to see you again, and uh, we we'll look forward to seeing you in a few weeks, I guess. Uh, yes, to, the 14th at Great Harvest. Okay, you'll mm-hmm. be there with Henry? Yes, 7 30
4: to 9, I guess, then. Okay. I'll so have books. That's That'll right.
2: be on 1037. You'll have books, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you for uh, 2.0 yes. of the uh, the Big Rock.
4: Book. Big Rock. All right. Big Fish. Yes.
2: Always great right. to see you.
4: Thank you so much, Patrick.
2: That's Bethany Bradshaw. Uh, Bethany's uh, book, The The Forward, by Leo Hart, is about uh, one-time ECU assistant baseball coach, Pitt community college, the guy who started the program at PCC, for crying out loud, uh, and uh, AD at South Central, coaching legend, uh, George Whitfield. And the book is entitled Covering All the Bases, George Whitfield's Extraordinary life in baseball, uh, and Bethany Bradshaw is the writer of uh, that. It's a, a fabulous uh, book, just out now. Uh, I'm, like I say, I'm just—I I looked right before we started the segment here. Amazon.com is where you can uh, pick it up uh, as uh, a destination. Also, uh, email Bethany as we mentioned uh, in the interview uh, there, and uh, we'll make sure you could get it again. Bethany Bradshaw, uh a week from tomorrow will be at Great Harvest, and uh, that will be coming up uh, on Talk of the Town. So, she'll be there. Uh, the guys, Henry and Trent, will be there from 7 to 9. She'll be there, and you can check uh, that out. Uh, at. Uh, and, and she'll have copies. So, uh Great harvest a week from uh, Friday is what I'm uh, getting at uh, and driving towards there. But thanks to Bethany Bradshaw for her time and, uh, of course, all of Bethany's work, uh, BethanyBradshaw.com, uh, the book on uh, really all kinds of the, – the, the Keith LeClair book, uh, there, really a lot of great sports books that have been written. Uh, BethanyBradshaw.com uh, is where you could uh, check that out. They make uh, great gifts, even uh, – or something you can probably order Mother's Day. We got a lot of sports fans out there who are moms. So, uh, some cool books that Bethany's written uh, there. And again, uh, website bethanybradsher.com. Uh, we continue on here, Patrick Johnson's show, and uh, we'll uh, set the table for the weekend. Also, when I was out at APA earlier in the week, had a chance to talk to a, a longtime friend, uh, and I've known his family for a number of years. A good uh, guy. Great coach, uh, A.D. out at Parrot, Matt Beeman. So kind of sticking with the theme of uh, successful high school football, and of course we've got that here with uh, three True East teams playing in the state championships uh, this weekend. Uh, Matt Beeman from uh, Parrot Academy. will have a conversation with him and then also set the table for everything else going on this weekend on the other side.
0: Eastern North Carolina's home for the Adam Gold Show. Come on in! Weekdays at noon, right here on Eastern Carolina's home for sports. I love sports. And the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94 3, The Game. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P Man here on 94 3, The Game.
2: getting ready to wrap things up and uh head up to the tv booth but i wanted to uh uh play a little bit of our interview with matt beeman uh i've known matt for years he's an ecu grad and uh, just a great guy uh, big uh big uh oh, he's a great sports a- great multi-sports athlete when he played at apa uh one of my homies from green county and uh, matt is now the athletic director and uh football coach at parrot academy uh both of our uh, alma maters and uh You know, uh, he has done a really fantastic job. We get into a little bit of that here in this conversation. Uh, But we, uh, of course, uh, were there for the George Whitfield book release event earlier in the week. And uh, I talked to Matt about Coach Whitfield coaching the Parrot Academy baseball team to an independent school state championship in his lone year at the helm of the Patriots program 2015. And uh, Coach Beeman said that was a pretty uh, crazy and uh, special experience.
5: It was a very special year. You could just see the team coming together, playing good baseball at the right time, and it was just, it was fun to watch. Uh, coach is truly a living legend.
2: You got uh, the the other living legend wandering over there too, KJ, uh, the coach, is, as we call him. So, uh, how, is he doing all right? Is he is he doing
5: okay? He's doing good. All He's right. doing good. We're glad to have him back. <laughs> He's another one of those living legends. Get to work with him every day.
2: Uh, well, and, and you played for him, which was. I, uh, uh, that tends to be kind of a fun experience. It,
5: it was when he, when he was coming back, we talked, and he said, "All those wind sprints that made you run, don't hold them against me." Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: you, you you like me, uh, you know, very involved for years and years. This place you have family that has uh, been here as students and, and worked here and all of that. So, uh, the thing that strikes me, there's two things that strike me about uh, AP. I think the sports, certainly in the last 20 years uh, plus, have gotten. Better. They they were always good, but they've gotten really
5: good in the last
2: uh, 20-plus years. But it still kind of has maintained a nice sort of family uh, environment, which is good.
5: Yes, I agree. You know, I think our sports has gone to the next level, but we still do have that family atmosphere. You know, you come out to a sporting event, it's truly a family event. And, you know, that's pretty special about this place. I
2: noticed you got all – you don't know what ring to wear now? Is that your problem? I notice there's
5: no rings today. Do no, you have a hard
2: time I, picking out which championship ring from football? Yeah, I
5: actually leave those on my desk. <laughs> I'm not one of those to wear those every day. There's plenty of those, those, <laughs> plenty
2: of those out there. That's as right. As you know. <laughs> That's right.
5: Uh, maybe <laughs> a special occasion. How many state titles uh, have you guys won in football since you've been the head coach? Since I've been head coach, we've won three in football. Okay. And mm-hmm. then um,
2: – how many total is that for Parrot now? Uh, see, I remember the 1991. That's, that's, yeah. I remember that. I
5: believe that is 21 total state championships now at Parrot. Okay, how
2: about in football?
5: Though? In football, that is four total in football. Four total. Okay, there you go. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so, yeah, Parrot wins their third, uh, able to play this past fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, we uh, had recently the uh, state championships for the public schools of football. I like spring football. Uh, I enjoyed it, but... Uh, there, there is nothing better about playing it. You guys, though, there was no delay. You guys, not only Parrot, but everybody in the association, you guys were going to play football and, and spring, uh, fall sports and you did.
5: Yes, we did. We started a, a few weeks late, but I uh, had a great, great season. I you know, really appreciate the NCISA for giving us the ability to play because our season went off with no hiccups. I mean, team went not quarantined went through had a pretty much a relatively normal football season and that was pretty pretty special and by
2: and large a lot of uh, uh, sports in, in independent schools or private schools did they really there was none I, I didn't hear anything really anywhere where there was any sort of value and in a way it was a it was a template to show the public schools how to do things the right
5: way yeah exactly uh, the NCSAs basically took a chance and proved that it could be done because to my knowledge, there was zero spread from team to team, you know, which I think, you know, showed that they made the right decision. Yeah.
2: Uh, you've got spring sports that are going on right now. Uh, we'll come back to football in a minute, uh, but uh, there's spring sports playing in the postseason right now.
5: Yes. Our, our girls softball team received the number one overall seed, got a double bye and will play next Tuesday at home. Our Baseball and soccer teams were the number two seeds in the East. They will play at home on Tuesday, and if they win that, they will play at home on Friday. And our boys' uh, tennis team received a number three seed overall, and will play at home tomorrow, Tuesday as well, and if they win, they'll be on the road Friday.
2: Uh, We've got uh, Matt Beeman. He is the uh, football coach and athletic director at Parrot Academy in uh, Kinston. Um, Football, you guys win in Greenville this year against uh, JP2. So that's a a nice burgeoning kind of rivalry. And uh, you guys went there and uh, and played a really good game and and, and, uh, beat them on their home uh, field, basically.
5: Yes, uh, you know, we beat them in the regular season here, but the way seating worked out, we we were on the road. Uh, But they have a nice facility, great place to host the state championship. So we didn't mind at all going over there. And, yeah, I think it is starting to be a budding rivalry between the two schools, which I think is great for the community. Uh,
2: what do you have coming back for uh, next year's team?
5: We have uh, six of eight starters returning on offense and six of eight returning on defense. So we're expecting big things. We have our most of our offensive line back and our quarterback and running backs back. So, you know, we expect expect big things out of this team moving forward.
2: Uh, you know, we talked about how I think uh, the quality of athletics have certainly improved uh, at Parrott in the last 20 years, but I'll say this too. Uh, it seems like. I mean, JP2 is an example. There are other schools that are starting to take uh, athletics as seriously as they have academics in a lot of cases. And they're not, they're not just Greenville. I mean, really in the whole eastern part of the state.
5: Yeah, they have. I think, uh, you know, I want to say Parrot kind of set the bar. And then, you know, when people start, all everybody calls it, when a new program starts, they want to reach out to Parrot Academy and emulate what we're, we're trying to do here. So, you know, it's hard getting to the top. It's even harder to staying on top. <laughs> so you, you can't. You can't relax and feel good about what's happened in the past. you got to keep grinding, and our guys are doing that.
2: Great job to have Matt Beeman on. Look forward to uh, following how the Patriots' uh, athletic endeavors continue. He's done a great job there as the AD and as the football coach. A couple of reminders from uh, earlier. Of course, we're going to have uh, for you – uh, pirate baseball uh, coverage and high school football coverage. I'll get into that in a moment. Uh, again, a little personal point of privilege here. Uh, Jay Sonalder and I will be calling uh, the state championship game tonight. Check your local listings for that. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the games aren't going to be available over uh, any kind of over-the-air cable TV in the uh, eastern North Carolina market. Uh, we're going to be in Chapel Hill doing the 3 double-A game between Cleveland and Mount Tabor. Uh, But uh, you can stream it online. Just go to my social media on Facebook, Patrick Johnson, or at P-Man on Air, and the the link is there uh, where you could go and uh, check that out if you're so inclined. Looking forward to being back with Sonny. Uh, We'll have championship uh, TV broadcasts tonight, tomorrow night, and Saturday evening. And then Sunday, Jake Jacobs and I will have the ESPN Plus game in the home finale for the uh, Pirates. Uh, as uh, they are taking on Tulane in this all-important series. Certainly, we want you to listen to the uh, radio, but uh, if you get a moment, hope you'll check out Jake and myself. Looking forward to working with him on Sunday on ESPN Plus for ECU and Tulane. As we told you a little earlier, we'll have high school football coverage for you on 1037 WTIB, 12 noon kick on Saturday from NC State as the uh, Murphy Bulldogs at 9-1 take on Pine Town Northside Pinetown, 8-2, uh, for the 1A state championship. And uh, we hope you'll tune into our broadcast coverage there on 103.7 WTIB. Uh, tomorrow night at seven on uh, 941 WNBU, Charlotte Catholic and Havelock High School. Uh, the Rams undefeated, and uh, Trevor Donnell and company will have the call for you there on 94.1 if you want to check that out tomorrow night. Uh, our sister station down in New Bern towards uh, the coast. And a best of luck, of course, to Tarboro as they will uh, play East Surrey High School again. A 12 noon game on uh, Saturday from Keenan Stadium. Uh, best of luck uh, to the Tarboro Vikings. Those are the three true Eastern teams. Uh, Speaking of uh, Northside Pinetown, Coach Boyd, thanks to him for being on today. Great to catch up with Bethany Bradshaw. We also appreciate the time of uh, Parrot Academy uh, football coach and A.D. Matt Beeman from uh, earlier. We'll be back Monday with a fresh edition of the Patrick Johnson Show, and we'll go inside the ECU clubhouse with Coach Cliff Godwin. Hope you will join us uh, for that, and uh, we appreciate you being with us uh, here. For Ben Byron, Patrick Johnson, have a great rest of your weekend. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there.